Hey everyone, this is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTMembers.com and I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone. I hope you had a great Happy New Year time and I hope that you are off to a great transformation to start the new year. I hope that you're, you know, you've put your goals down on paper and you're ready to go and things are going to turn out to be a great 2009 for you. So I really do sincerely wish the best for you this year. This is another one of our seven-day calls. This is issue one of volume two, or really this is the first issue of 2009. So really looking forward to helping you along with this. Each week we do a seven-day call, and it's a guide to get you through the next seven days and help you burn more fat. So that's what we're going to talk about, tips for helping you get through the week and lose weight. So we're going to start with Monday's tip. So this will be for Monday, January the 5th, and what I want to talk about first is I want to go through the original turbulence training workout. We're going to dissect a new workout every week, and this week we're going to do workouts A and B of the uh, original turbulence training program. So this workout I came up with officially in 2001, so we're looking at eight years ago, and I even uh, remembered when I came up with the name. It was I was on the way back from Salt Lake City. I was there for a nutrition conference, and on the way back, I think we went through some turbulence, and I just came up with the name of the program. So that's where it came from, if you've ever wondered. And um, you know what it means is that when an airplane is going through that turbulence, it has to burn more fuel to get back into a regular flight pattern to fight off that turbulence. And that's what we're doing in our workouts is we're applying a stimulus to take our bodies outside of its comfort zone and the muscles then have to burn more energy to replenish and repair the muscle tissue for future workouts after the hard turbulence training workout. So that's the whole you know, little theory story about turbulence training. And so this is the first workout I ever designed using the turbulence training system of the non-competing exercises and supersets followed by interval training. So the workout goes like this. First of all, you're going to do a dumbbell Romanian deadlift for eight repetitions, followed by dumbbell chest press or bench press. So, you know, in a perfect world, um, you know, people would know how to do the dumbbell Romanian deadlift or even a barbell Romanian deadlift with good form, but not everybody does. So what you can do is you can replace that exercise with a dumbbell reverse lunge or dumbbell split squat. Or sorry, not a dumbbell reverse lunge because that's in the next superset, but a dumbbell split squat or dumbbell Bulgarian split squat where you put your back foot up on the bench. Um, those are two exercises you can use. If you are comfortable with a deadlift but not a Romanian deadlift, you can use a deadlift here. But again, those are kind of advanced exercises. So if you're a real beginner, what you should be doing, um, well, you really shouldn't be on this program if you're a real beginner, but if you aren't uh, comfortable with any of those alternatives I gave, then you can do a one-leg hip extension. So lying down on the ground, bridging your hips up, but only with one uh, leg or one foot on the floor. So that's the alternatives to the dumbbell Romanian deadlift. But if you know how to do that exercise properly, then use it and pair it immediately with a dumbbell chest press or bench press if you have access to that. So we're pairing a lower body exercise that also involves the upper back, which is the dumbbell Romanian deadlift. And we're pairing that with a pushing exercise, so non-competing exercises there. So we'll do those, do that superset three times. We'll rest one minute between supersets, but you know, very little rest between exercises. Then we'll move on to a dumbbell reverse lunge and a dumbbell one-arm standing shoulder press exercise. 
So I really like uh, both of these exercises. Dumbbell reverse lunge, uh, instead of stepping forward with the lunge, you're going to step back, and the leg that stays stationary is going to do all the work. So it's going to pull you back up into the starting position, and that helps you work on the back of the leg, the glutes and the hamstrings, quite a bit, and that's a real hot zone of the body that we're trying to get working in our workouts to put turbulence on that large muscle mass so that we burn more calories in the workout and possibly outside of the workout as well. Now, without rest, we're going to go to the dumbbell one-arm standing shoulder press. So standing, holding a dumbbell shoulder height. The other hand can be on your obliques to remind them to contract and keep your torso stable. So that's what we're focusing on there. That's why we have the hand there. And you're going to do eight repetitions for one side, eight repetitions for the other side. Then rest one minute, repeat that superset two more times. And that's it because those exercises are so effective. That's all we need to do. We can then move on to the interval training to end workout A. So that's what you're going to do on Monday, January the 5th. If you're up to that program, that will be your workout A. Otherwise, you know, do your regular work, your regular turbulence training workout. I also want to mention on Monday, January 5th at noon, for people that don't have the turbulence training system, we are starting a special promotion for three days starting at noon on Eastern Standard Time on Monday, January the 5th. And we have some early bird bonuses that are only available to the first 25, 50, 100, 200, and 300 people. So, you know, once we hit 25, some of the bonuses are taken away. So if you don't have it and you want to get it, please make sure that you stop by the site, TurbulenceTraining.com, on Monday, January 5th at noon. Um, if you are a past customer, then please check the Turbulence Training Forum or your inbox, and you should get an email from us with a link to go and download the new bonuses that we're adding for these three days only. So very exciting time. We're going to be doing some teleseminars and some uh, email coaching even for a very select few number of people. So make sure that you get to the site at noon to get the early bird bonuses. All right, enough of the sales stuff. Let's get into the transformation recommendation. I, on Monday, that's what we're going to focus on is giving you one transformation recommendation. And so I want to talk to you about taking proper photos today. Now, the three things that you need to do in taking proper photos are make sure you have the newspaper and make sure you're holding it in the right spot, so holding it down to the side so that we can see your torso still in the photo. So we want to have an official picture of you holding the newspaper with the date visible or the headline visible anyways at your side with your torso um, not covered by the newspaper. Some people cover their torso up with a newspaper and it doesn't make for a very good before photo. The other thing you need to do is make sure you have good lighting because it's, um, you know, as, as much as you're going to hate, you know, most people hate taking that before photo, you know, because obviously it's not the, the polished gem that you want your body to be, make sure that you're doing it in good lighting so that it doesn't come out dark and so that it doesn't show a good, you know, a good contrast with your after photo. Um, it just it just happens that so many people send in photos where the paper is in front of their torso and the lighting is really bad, and we can't get a really good judgment of how well they transform. So make sure you pay attention to those two little tips there. Aside from that, there's not much else to add other than, you know, if you, the more you want to, like, actually win the contest, uh, truly the better it is that you, um, you know, wear swimsuit or just shorts if you're a guy obviously uh, but you know if you 
hide underneath the sweatshirt, then we can't really see results. And if you have an amazing transformation, you're going to wish that you did take better photos, more revealing photos. But just remember that you don't need to show those before photos to anyone before the end of the contest. So you can hold on to them. Um, you know, if you chicken out to, to use a phrase and don't want to enter the contest at the end, you don't have to post them. But I really, truly believe that even if no one saw the photos but you, it would be a remarkable experience for you to take those before photos and compare them to your after photos. Because I don't think people give themselves enough credit and give themselves enough pats on the back and aren't proud enough of their transformations. What you guys are doing is amazing, and you should give yourself as much credit as you deserve. So take those photos, if nothing else, for your own personal experience. The last thing I want to say here is uh came across a neat thing in Men's Health, and this is why guys should transform their bodies. And page 10 of Men's Health, February 2009, they did a survey of women, and it showed that 52% of women want their man to have a flatter belly. So it's not bigger arms or bigger chest, but it's just simply a flatter belly. So we can do that quite easily with three workouts per week using the turbulence training system and eating whole natural foods. And you don't need to do exercises you don't like, and you don't need to train every day in the gym. You just need to stay active and eat better, and you can get rid of uh, your flabby belly if that's a problem, and everyone's going to be happy about that. So let's move on to Tuesday, January the 6th. Now, this is an off day from the gym, so we want you to have 30 minutes of activity, and I want you to focus on out-of-gym activity. I mean, first of all, it's going to be really busy in there on Tuesday, January the 6th, so why bother trying to fight the crowds if you do go to a gym? Uh, if you work out at home and you work out in your basement, you know, you don't need to go down there every day, so... See if we can't find something else to do. Maybe maybe you go to the garage, get out the skipping rope, you do skipping and bodyweight squats, and you do some bodyweight exercises, You know, really focusing on mobility because, again, it doesn't always have to be about getting your heart rate up. Exercise isn't only about heart rate elevation. It's also about mobility and function and being able to move in different movement patterns because you know, if you just went and did that linear straight line elliptical or stationary bike or treadmill, you're really not doing your the rest of your body any favors in terms of improving the mobility and the movement patterns of your body. So think of the real world where you know one day you're picking stuff, you know, big bag of salt out of the trunk. You're going to be better off if you have some strength and some mobility and some ability to stabilize your torso and lift that properly. And you know your elevated heart rate isn't going to count for anything in this situation. So. There's lots of different ways to stay active on off days, and it doesn't have to be cardio. I also want to give some airport tips, because on Tuesday, I will be actually traveling. I'll be flying down to Fort Lauderdale. Lucky me. Um, uh, I'm always happy to get out of Canada in January, because of, uh, you know, we've, we're at the Christmas hangover, so we're not, we don't have the excitement anymore, but we have the weather. So I get a little break from... Toronto weather, get down to Florida for seven or eight days, and I'll be traveling with my uh, regular airport travel routines that I do, which are pack almonds and apples, and you know I can snack on those at the airport or on the airplane rather than having to rely on anything that I buy there. But you can also buy almonds at most airport shops, and you can even get some fruit at Starbucks or some of the other coffee shops and airports. So 
you know, even if uh, you don't plan ahead, you can still buy at the airport. You don't have to eat uh, bad food at the airport. There's generally, unless you're late at night, there's always going to be some real options there. So plan ahead, have those snacks, have some water, whatever it is, and uh, especially on the airplane to help avoid, you know, the dehydration because of the dry air in the airplane. And just, you know, make sure that you have everything in place. So also plan ahead with lots of reading material because you know you're going to be stuck at the airport with delays and stuff. And I always make sure I have plenty of stuff to read and work on. And that will just make your travel experience so much less stressful. So those are some simple airport tips to help you stay on track. Now let's move on to Wednesday. This is going to be Workout B in your turbulence training program. Uh, obviously, if you start with Workout A on Monday, so we're going to go over workout B of the original Turbulence Training Program. And the first superset in this one is a squat or a one-leg squat. So there's all types of squats that you can do here. You can do a barbell squat or a dumbbell squat, or you can do the single-leg squat onto a bench. You can do a split squat, whatever you – well, actually, split squats are in the next superset, so I take that back again. But, you know, we're focused on some type of squatting movement. And we're going to pair that with chin-ups or an exercise called a dumbbell pullover. Or we can even use a dumbbell row in this situation, uh, one of the various dumbbell rows that we have. We can have dumbbell row, elbow close to the body, or dumbbell row, elbow out. Um, obviously, if you're working at home just with dumbbells and no bar to do pull-ups or chin-ups, then we're going to have to either do that dumbbell pullover exercise or a dumbbell row. Now, you can actually see the dumbbell pullover exercise if you go to youtube.com forward slash cbathletics and click on my most viewed videos and uh, I go over plenty of these dumbbell back exercises in a video called Back Exercises. So I think that's my third most viewed video, so watch that. Plenty of um, alternatives there. In our second superset, we're going to pair two of my favorite exercises here, the dumbbell split squat and the stability ball rollout, an excellent exercise for your abdominals. So dumbbell split squat, really uh, the only substitution I'd make there is if you're not comfortable with the form, to do it with body weight only and do it up near a wall where you can use the wall for support, uh, for balance. So even with beginners, when I was training them, even overweight individuals, we, we basically got up to the split squat pretty quickly. So what we're doing is focusing first on two-leg hip extension, then stability ball leg curl, then one-leg hip extension, then we're up to body weight squats. That's our progression. You know, when I get a beginner in, we probably try and get through that progression in about four weeks so we get them from just doing exercises down the mat up to doing uh, bodyweight squats. And then finally moving into the split squat. So the split squat is actually a better exercise than the lunge because the lunge requires so much balance, uh, even more balance than the split squat. And I just hate to see people at the gym falling over doing lunges uh, with bad form and they're not coordinated enough to do it. So got to take a step back and do something that's a little more stationary, like the split squat. In the third superset, we're going to do a dumbbell row or a seated row. So if we've already done regular dumbbell rows, we can do dumbbell elbow out row. Uh, if you have access to a cable stack, we can do seated row. We can even do barbell row, all different types of rows there, even inverted rows, so the body weight row where you're underneath the bar and pulling yourself up. Or you can even do pull-ups if, if you have access and you want to do some pull-ups. So, Again, turbulence training is flexible. We're not married to any real specific exercise. We're just married more to the movement patterns and the muscle groups. And you're going to pair that with a mountain climber, which is a 
non-crunch ab exercise uh, in the push-up position. So that's it for workout B. It's pretty tough, a little more volume, but that's how you break it down, and then you do interval training to finish it off. Now, I also want to go over my personal workout of the week. So this is workout B for my current program. Uh, again, I'm doing a three-day lifting program for strength and muscle mass, and so workout A was more upper body. This is more lower body. So uh, my workout starts with power cleans for three sets of five. Not really supersetted with anything in there, maybe just a little bit of warm-up exercise for the other exercises in the um, program. And then we move on to squats. We're doing three sets of three repetitions, so very moderately heavy, well, heavy weight for me, moderately heavy weight for the rest of the strength community. Um, and again, not really supersetted with anything, maybe face pulls and exercise for the upper back, uh, just to give a little bit more rest. Then we start moving through the program a little bit quicker, front squats, four sets of 10, and back extensions, four sets of 15. I, I'll superset that, but I'll take quite a bit of rest in between exercises in the superset because I'm focused on strength training. So that's it. It's a tough, uh, tough workout, um, but I, I enjoy the front squats, get a bit of volume in there, and that's it for my personal workout on that day. All right, so let's move on to Thursday. We're back to another off day of activity. So let's talk about the benefits of yoga today. And I kind of touched on it when I talked about the mobility earlier. Again, the off day activity does not have to be about working up a sweat by doing cardio and getting the heart rate up. Um, you know, there's just so many other factors in your total overall health and in your fat loss than doing cardio. So cardio is fine. It has a time and a place, but it is not the be-all and end-all of weight loss and cardiovascular health. Nutrition is more important than whether or not you do cardio. That is hands down the most important factor. Now, I also want to talk about, as I mentioned, the benefits of yoga. So obviously flexibility being obvious. The one thing you do have to be careful about is if you are a beginner to yoga, uh, just don't overdo it because you can find articles on the Internet about yoga injuries and it's, they're quite common because people overstretch and some of the postures I don't necessarily agree with. You know, the, a lot of the backbending, um, I'm more of keeping the spine relatively uh, straight in the exercises. So do be careful with your lower back and also just simply overstretching because you'll end up very sore the next day because it's very similar to weightlifting. You're putting resistance through a stretch in certain instances and just stretching can cause muscle damage and that's why you end up sore the next day from yoga. So, you know, just enjoy it but without going overboard. It's like anything else. Uh, yoga benefits obviously also include de-stressing. Um, I don't do yoga I've tried it. Uh, I've always found that it stressed me out too much to go and have someone tell me what to do, that that no matter how good I felt at the end, uh, you know, the, the stress before the workout, the yoga workout, uh, outweighed the, the stress-free benefits of after the workout. So I find that I'm just, I really prefer, if anything, just uh, personal meditation and and doing my workouts that I do. I like to move around a little bit more. So Yoga is beneficial, just personally not for me at this point in my life, but if it is for you, please uh, continue with it and use it as your off day. And again, big mobility benefits for people that are stuck sitting in the office chair all day. So if you really find that you're tight in the upper back, 
neck pain, headaches, that type of stuff, you know, consider some yoga. If you if you think it sounds like fun, give it a whirl. All right, and then it's also the last day of that promotion that I mentioned earlier. We have some pretty amazing stuff available. On the last day, we're actually going to add even more bonuses uh, to try and get people who are sitting on the fence to move ahead and, and grab the package. But uh, again, if you're a past customer, we'll send you an email with a link to all the bonuses, all these last bonuses anyways. Uh, some of the early bird bonuses won't be available to past customers. I apologize in advance, but we're going to do some extra teleseminars on the website to make up for it. All right, so finally into Friday, this is another turbulence training workout. We're back to workout A if uh, that is your schedule. Um, uh, if you're on a three-day-per-week program like the turbulence training TT 2K9 program, which I just came out with, then you'll have workout C on this day, but we're going to talk about workout C uh, in a minute. Now, what I want to talk to you about now is interval training and how quick can you do interval training. I've always said that there is no best way to do interval training. There's really been limited research in terms of comparing interval training methods against one another. So, you know, the people talk all the time about this 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off Tabata interval training, and it's fine, but it is not the be-all and end-all of interval training. It hasn't even been compared against other interval training for improvements in conditioning, let alone improvements in fat loss. So it does get things done fast, but, I mean, it hasn't been compared against other things. I also want to mention that the Australian research study, which I talk about quite a bit, they used 8 seconds on, 12 seconds off. Now, the problem with these real short intervals are that they're almost impossible to do on any cardio machine. And that's where a lot of you are doing your interval training. So it's really tough to do, simple, uh, in the simplest form there. But if you're able to do these short interval type training, uh, you know, periods of 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, or 8 seconds on, 12 seconds off, then by all means go ahead and do that according to those uh, research studies. Um, the Australian study used a special bike with research assistants taking the resistance on and off. So, I mean, I don't think any of you are able to pay uh, even co cheap college research students to help you out. So you're probably not going to be able to do that 8 on, 12 off. But experiment with 15 on, 15 off. I mean, I personally think that you'll get the same results if you did 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. You may have better quality of work. So if you're doing kettlebell swings, you may have better form if you do 15 on, 15 off. I'm going to do some experiments on myself and hopefully on some turbulence training clients over the next year and figure out, you know, really how great is this 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off? Is 15 on, 15 off any different, any better? Let's see what happens. We're going to try 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, 45, 45, and 60, 60, and all different types of interval training. There's really no best way to do it. The thing I recommend to you is to change your interval training, training program every four weeks, just like you uh, change your resistance training program. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is we're going to move into our Saturday tips. And on Saturday, again, I want to mention to you, we have two weeks left until the Turbulence Training Toronto Seminar. So that's January 17th. And we're going to do a special lunch Q&A so people can bring their lunches or run out and get a quick bite to eat and bring it back because... Uh, the hosts of your seminar, myself and Brad Pilon, will actually be fasting that day, so we won't need to eat or take a lunch break, so we'll be able to just to sit in there and wrap with you and answer your questions. 
So bring your questions, any question you have about turbulence training or Brad's program, which is Eat, Stop, Eat, and we'll help you out. Or, you know, questions about anything in general related to health, fitness, and transformation. The other thing I want to mention on Saturdays, we always want to talk about some support, social support. And here's a tough one, you know, what to do if you don't have social support at home. I hear some really sad stories from, from some people who have people that not only do not, you know, actively support them, but um, actively, you know, do the opposite and try and sabotage them or, or give them a hard time. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that that type of relationship exists. Uh, you know, I can't really give you relationship advice. That's not my forte. But what I can tell you is that there's plenty of other avenues of support in this world from, you know, reading and commenting on my blog, follow me on Twitter, getting replies there, getting people to follow you and support you on Twitter, uh, twitter.com, the website, uh, getting support on ttmembers.com, getting support from a nutrition or workout buddy at work or at the gym, getting a personal trainer, talking to your doctor, getting a nutritionist. All these types of people can be social support for you. So please, please, please find some, and that will help you get more results. All right. Saturday also means uh, we, I like to give you a challenge workout. And for this one, we're going to go into the Turbulence Training TT 2K9 program, which is the January 2009 program. Every January, I try and put together the best fat-burning workout based on the coolest things I've learned in the last year for fat loss. And I've really found that the challenge-type workouts need to be included in almost every workout to keep people motivated and excited to do the workout on a week-by-week basis. And I learned that last year with the Belly Off program, just how many guys stuck to the program because there was a challenge. And so that's why I'm putting these challenges in here because I know some people tend to fall off once the Super Bowl rolls around, for guys anyways, or, or you know, maybe once the Oscars roll around and women have their Oscar parties and, and you know, that kicks some people out of their motivation. So these challenge competitions, and, and don't get mad for my little gender jokes there, stereotypes, but anyways, going back to the challenge here, let's go through the dumbbell 10 by 10. It's really tough on the grip. Now, I did the best I could to make things as non-competing as possible, but when you got only dumbbell exercises, and that's the theme I went with here, it's going to be tough. So your, your grip is going to take a beating. What I recommend is to use 30% or even 20% of the regular dumbbell weight you would use for a dumbbell chest press. So for me, I use 30-pound dumbbells to go through this circuit because I can dumbbell chest press 100-pound dumbbells. So here's the circuit. It's 10 exercises. Do 10 repetitions of each exercise. Each one involves a dumbbell, although you could substitute in bodyweight exercises for some of them. So the first one is dumbbell Bulgarian split squat, 10 repetitions per side. You could also start without dumbbells and just do bodyweight. The next exercise, again, you're doing all these without rest. So dumbbell shoulder press is next. Then dumbbell step up, again, also could be done with body weight only. Dumbbell chest press is next. That could be push-ups. Dumbbell row is next. And you're doing two hands, uh, standing, overhand dumbbell row. And then dumbbell lunge is after that. So here, you're really, your grip is really going to be fading fast. But fortunately, after the dumbbell lunge, doing 10 for each rep each side, or you could do body weight, uh, you go into what's called the dumbbell swing. So you can put one dumbbell down, and you're only using one dumbbell to do the swing with both hands. 
Then you go into dumbbell shrugs for 10, then dumbbell incline press. You could do another push-up here, perhaps decline push-ups. And then you finish off with 10 repetitions of dumbbell squats. So a lot of fun there. It shouldn't take you a long time to do that, but your grip strength will really be uh, fatigued. So, I mean, I'm thinking you're maybe around 8 to 10 minutes for that circuit. Uh, rest two minutes, and if your grip allows you, go through it again. And again, so three circuits maximum there will be uh, a good, great time, real, a real great time. That's what you'll be saying. You'll be saying, thanks, Craig. That was such a great time. I'm sure that's exactly what you'll be saying. All right, now we're into Sunday, and we're going to talk about some vegetarian tips. Uh, I didn't get the vegetarian tips that I thought I was going to get. Um, didn't get a chance to talk to my nutrition friend. But here, you know, we do get a lot of questions from people who are vegetarians worried about protein intake. Uh, obviously, if you're not a vegan, you can get whey protein or um, egg protein powders. Obviously, you can also use dairy products and, and, and so on. Um, but if you're a vegan, you can also use rice or pea protein powders to help you get more protein if you're concerned that you're not getting enough protein. But uh, again, most people recommend more than enough protein. So, uh, you know, unless you're getting, you know, if a woman's getting less than 60 grams of protein, she might need more. If a guy's getting less than 80 grams of protein or 100 grams of protein, he'll probably want to step it up. So, um, but again, you don't need a, a gram or two grams per pound of body weight of protein, especially if you're overweight, because that's, I mean, I don't think it's going to harm you, but it's, not necessary. You know, I say focus on fruits, vegetables, and raw nuts, the whole natural foods. And, you know, that's easy for a vegetarian to do and to avoid foods from a bag or box. So that is it for our seven-day uh, tips and calls this week. In next week's edition, we're going to be giving you more transformation tips. I'm going to dissect the TT2K3 program, which is uh, the follow-up to the original TT program in the main Turbulence Training for Fat Loss manual, and hopefully we'll have more vegetarian fat loss nutrition tips. So thank you for being on the call. I hope you enjoy the dumbbell t uh, 10 by 10. I hope you enjoy the original Turbulence Training workout, and I hope that you have gotten yourself entered into the Turbulence Training Transformation Contest. Again, all you need to do to enter is simply take your before photos and use the Turbulence Training program for 12 weeks and then take your after photos and then send those in. There's no official registration or anything. So just get started, take those photos, use the programs, and let us know how you do. Of course, I think you'll get the best results if you use the forum at ttmembers.com, interact and get social support because that's where all our past winners have gone and, and have done that. So happy new year. Have a great time. Have a great week. Get started. I hope 2009 is rocking for you, and we'll talk to you soon. This is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com wishing you the best success.